down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars, and joining me right here in the den, none other than singer, songwriter, Tori Blake. Tori, welcome to the <laughs> den. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I am awesome. I'm awesome that I'm talking to you. I have been listening to your project nonstop in preparation. You're super keep, talented. Keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The spins are in rotation. One thing that we always do, my dad, he is the reason that I am in love with music. He used to mm-hmm. grab uh, records from Vietnam and bring them home. So when I was a little boy growing up, he would pull out this album and say, what is this? And I'm like, Stevie Wonder, uh, this 1978. So it just really made me in love with music. And when I sent him your music, he was like, oh yeah, she's talented. Oh. Make sure you get on the on the show. So not only <laughs> will you get the pin stamp, but you get the Craig stamp because my father thinks you're super talented. Oh, um, thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> now I'm a bit nerd. You can probably tell by the Stan Lee shirt and the weird background. But I grew up loving comic books, loving uh, superheroes and things of that nature. And I always say every hero, every villain has an origin story. They have something that made them who they are. What is Tori Blake's origin story? How did you become from your mild manner, young singer to the artist that you are today? Yeah, well, actually my story is very different. Um, I grew up in an athletic household. So my dad played in the NFL for 14 years. My uncle played, um, my brother played for Auburn when Cam Newton was there. And he went off to the NFL. I have a cousin who's in the NFL. It's just, we're from Texas. We're a football family. That's what it is. And um, I kind of, well, I started out in gymnastics. And then I started getting into volleyball because volleyball is really big in Texas as well. And I'd always had a love for sports, but singing has always been there ever since I was little, I would always be singing to the point where my mom would be like, can you, can you stop please? (laughs) I need a break. Um, And even when I was a baby, like I started humming before I started talking. Um, And music has always just kind of been there, grew up in the church, was the only 12 year old in the adult choir. Um, And I just, there's something that I loved about it. I just thought it was beautiful and I was always gravitated towards um, music. My dad's a big neo soul guy, so grew up listening to, you know, music Soul Child, Lauren Hill, um, Anthony Hamilton, <laughs> you know. The greats, um, the icons, absolutely. The, the greats, Floetry. Like, I just, I have memories of being in my dad's car, him picking me up from from gymnastics and just all neo soul was on rotation. Um, So yeah, and I played volleyball in college. Didn't really start tapping into writing till 
I was done with college 2016 um, and just volleyball took up a lot of time i got my school paid for um wanted to be a musical theater major kind of didn't work out with volleyball and just like scheduling and stuff like that so for me that was a bummer but i just tried to make the most of it and um learned a lot as a human being um being a you know a teammate working with people that i didn't really want to work with pushing through moments you know there's a lot that you learn um just in those in those times in in college uh it was very pivotal for me i don't think i was ready for the music world anyways um so definitely a late bloomer nothing wrong with that just just pushing really right now and um writing as much as i can and um doing a lot of back end stuff so yeah Trust me, you're not a late bloomer. You're talking to the latest <laughs> of bloomers who lived the whole entire life before I started fulfilling that passion uh, yeah. and that purpose. So there's no time. And I always say it doesn't matter if you start at five or 55. We all can't be little Michael singing at the club at five years old. Yeah. Sometimes we have to, people don't realize Bernie Mac became a star at 40 years old. So mm-hmm. it, there's always time to do what you want as long as you put that energy and that passion in and you definitely have the skill set you definitely have the passion the ability so i know for a fact that the sky is the limit now for me the Thank first you. musician that you're welcome uh the first <laughs> musician that i can remember that really just changed my life was michael jackson uh, i can literally remember i think thriller came out in 83 so i was three years old I don't remember if I could talk, but I remember singing Beat It. I can remember that vividly. So it was an artist that stuck in my head. And mm-hmm. uh, oh, I, I just loved everything about Michael. Was there an artist for you? I know you mentioned the floor tree. Marshall Ambrose is great. Uh, you mentioned Music Soul Trial. I've seen him in concert mm-hmm. multiple times. Fantastic. Uh, having that music in the house is always great. But was there one particular artist for you that you can remember that kind of triggered something and made you feel something emotionally when it comes to music? Yeah, I would definitely say Lauren Hill. Um, I think she, like, when you were talking about that, um, she was the first person who popped into my mind, especially, like, I was obsessed with Sister Act. You know, I feel like that's, like, <laughs> you know, the scene, you know, when um, she's singing. And it's just, like, I feel like that really turn something on in me for sure lauren hill yeah shout out to miss lauren hill she is literally uh i remember that album very well 1998 it was my senior year in high school and i remember it Mm -hmm. just it changed everything i went from the baggy pants to wanting to be me i started dressing like common it it changed everything (laughs) so yes great i think i think the un the unplugged uh you know like mtv like i remember just like watching that on repeat and i had the cd and i would listen to it all the time in the car and i was obsessed just with the raw the rawness just the performance in general of just how she was just being honest like yo my voice is killing me but we're here you know what i mean like and it just being like so natural and and i don't know like everything about it was just beautiful to me so well, music is an exchange of energy. And I always tell people it doesn't really matter if you have a five octave voice, if you can't make people feel something. It doesn't yeah. matter. And that's the thing with Lauren Hill. 
she may not have the Mariah Carey range. It doesn't matter. I guarantee mm-hmm. you're going to feel something when you hear her. And uh, yeah. so, absolutely. She's definitely an icon. I'm so glad that she's getting her flowers right now. So many artists that I speak with, especially uh, female artists, when I ask them who's that influence or who's that person, they say Lauren Hill. So for a person my age who grew up when she started out, it's so mm-hmm. interesting to see someone literally before my eyes become an icon. So that is awesome. Now your yeah. R&B, your pop, uh, your everything, your voice is fantastic. I really love some of your covers uh, that you have on YouTube that's doing numbers right now. I love them. Uh, what would you describe your musical style? And so what, what would you say, I'm a piece of, I always say artists, they may have a piece of this and a piece of that, and then they mold it to become their own. How would you describe your musical style? Yeah, I definitely feel like I have have some soul, um, have some of that R&B flair, like you said, but there's definitely pop nuances. I, I was even just listening to um, some artists that I'm like really into right now, and I'm like, I'm on a completely different wave, and like that's totally cool, but... I was just kind of like, oh, they're super like R&B, have that like London, like, you know, like vibiness. And um, I have more of a pop influence. And I, I, I think maybe it's because um, of uh, just like the people around me and um, my boyfriend, we do music together. Everything I've put out has been with him. He's a producer. He's amazing. And um, I think that I don't know. It's just something that I gravitate towards um, and just kind of like fusing different sounds. And it, like you said, it's all about what feels good. It's not really about staying within this like box. It just is a matter of like also seasons. Like I'm in this like weird mode. I, I don't know, like maybe the next thing I put out will be, you know, slightly different. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of where my where my head's at right now. And, and and that's so great that you said that because I think all the greatest artists, they evolve. If you listen to their first album and their last album, it's not the same. If mm-hmm. it is, you failed. You know, you failed as a person. If you're the same person at 15, at 50, you failed because it, there should be some type of growth, some type of change, your influence change. People always joke because I grew up very urban environment, went to an HBCU, <laughs> And if you mm-hmm. took my disc man at the time, not a not a phone, because they didn't have music in the 90s and early 2000s on your phone. But if you took my disc man, someone would be like, is that the Backstreet Boys? I'm like, damn it, they're great. I love the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I don't care. I may also have Ice Cube in our other studio where we have performances yeah. sometimes. I have a huge poster of NWA and a huge poster of Johnny Cash. And I always tell people like this, if you want to know who I am, I'm all of this. I love all of this. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, your recent EP, Love is Real, available everywhere, music is streamed, uh, it, it's fantastic. I've had it on repeat. We talked a little bit before we went on. I've had it on repeat. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that all of your music has been with your boyfriend. Walk me through the creation mm-hmm. of that project, because it, it it's, it's really, to believe that's your first project, I am surprised. I'm very surprised, because you sound very seasoned. Uh, walk us through the creation of that project. I always say making something is almost like giving birth. What was that like for you? Yeah, so really the the whole entire EP is kind of like a mosh podge of like 
the past two and a half years. Um, Pipe Dream, I probably wrote like a year ago, year and a half ago. The one I probably wrote two and a half years ago. Um, I Like It is the most recent song um, that I wrote for the project. And Topo as well, that's a new one. Um, All Right and then Fell Off is a little older. And it was kind of like, for this specific project, I wanted to put something out that felt cohesive, but also showed different sides of me um, and had different elements to it. I didn't want it to feel like it was like one note. I wanted it to feel like you're going like up and down. And I wanted the ending to feel like really sweet and light and and end on this like beautiful note. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, What's cool is uh, my partner, he's a musician, he's a crazy guitar player, super talented producer, and all of our friends play. So it's like, hey, Nate, will you come play keys? Hey, hey, we hear, you know, this sort of drum pattern on this. Let's let's get Mike in here. Like, it's really cool. Like you said, it's a collaborative effort. It takes a village of people to um, make something like this happen. And uh you know, my, my brother is, he's a big part of the uh, creative and visual aspect of it all. And he is the one who helped me come up with the EP name because I was just struggling. Cause I was like, just like me, but different sides of me. And I just want every, everyone to feel all these different things. And and then the, the core root of the, the EP is like, love is real. It took so much love from everyone around me to make this happen. And like, I feel that in this, um, but yeah, it was just a collaborative effort over the years of just like piecing, you know, things together. I had a completely different EP lineup like a year and a half ago. And I was like, I'm taking the song out. I'm putting the song in. Like, it was just like, kind of like a puzzle for me. And, uh, I know a lot of people, I, I, this was my first EP, a lot of people work differently. Some people, you know, start off with this concept and they have a concept and then from there they start creating. And for me, it was like, I already had the music. It was just a matter of like, what do I want it? How do I want it to flow? Do I want to keep this here? Do I want to, you know, let's add something new. It was just, you know, a constant um, shifting around and, and piecing things together and then it then it kind of just came to be so yeah that is awesome one of my favorite bruce lee quotes is be like water if you're if water's in a bottle it's in the shape of the bottle if water is in a cup it's in the shape of a cup so that mm-hmm. flexibility to have that structure but have that flexibility i think that's when the best creativity comes because you leave room for a better idea you don't have to be yeah. set stone the best creatives listen to the people around them, the people they respect. So I think your mission accomplished, your goal to show those sides, mission accomplished. So congratulations on that. Thank now, do you. you have a favorite, you're more than welcome. Do you have a favorite track on that EP? Is it a, a one that, yeah, I, oh, I, you man. don't have to answer that because I know it's like choosing your favorite kid. It's almost yeah, disrespectful. Yeah, they're all my baby. But, but we all know if you have more than one sibling, there's a favorite sibling. So, is there a track? I don't 
I don't think so because like I said, they're all so different from each other, but they all flow. Um, Pipe Dream has, you know, like that Rihanna Desperado vibes. And then the one is kind of like that trappy. Like I could see like hip hop dancers, like feeling that, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I like it is that dancey kind of, you know, inspired by um, Anderson Pock like vibes um, and Kate Trinata vibes um, and, yeah and then topo i literally was just dancing in my kitchen and being stupid and goofy and i wrote that song and uh i remember uh my partner was like this is not it and i was like it is it (laughs) i love it and it's me and it's just fun and i feel like you know there's a lot of artists who are just like tierra whack doja cat of just like dude, this is what it is. And I'm, I'm just flowing with it. This is like, I love that the, even uh, Tyler, the creator, just like, he just says like off the wall shit. And I just love it because it's him and he's goofy and he's silly. And I have that side to me too. And I felt like that, you know, shows through in Topo Um, and then fell off. I'm just like, I love that song as well because I am not a social media person and you know like it can be heavy you know um just seeing and comparing yourself and you have to like you know there's there's limits with that of having like balance um in this world of social media and um there have been times where I've struggled with that and that's kind of like the song that I love because it's like I fell off and I'm not going to be like, I'm going to post when I want to post. Like I'm going to be on there like, you know, when I need to be, because it's just, it can be a lot. And then for all right, it's, I wrote that during, during COVID. Uh, I was just feeling like in this, this place of feeling really down and I wanted to, you know, I basically wrote the song for myself of, you know, like, it's going to be all right. Like just, I wanted a song that was uplifting. And, um, first I had that song, like the second song of the EP and it just didn't feel right to me. I wanted the project to end with that, to, to end with this uplifting, sweet note. Um, so I love all of them. That's the answer to that question. <laughs> That's a fair answer. You gave me such a good explanation that I, we can fly. That works. That works. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. I no, can't. no, it it is fair because you know what? You're absolutely right. And and I love how you had the cognitive ability to say, you know what? Let's end this uplifting because it's been rough. Uh, we hear about mental health so much now the last yeah. 18, 19, 20 months with uh, the whole world seeming like it's shaping into something different so i love that you were just wise enough to put that positive energy at the end of your album so that's that's super awesome now uh you're super dope as i mentioned i've seen some fantastic performances what do you prefer more creating or actually going out there and performing it which which one sparks you a little better or are they the same i feel like they're about the same for sure. There's something about, um, being in front of an audience and, um, I've learned a lot, like super blessed to have a partner who's 
really talented in, with his instrument because he's my music director as well. He builds out all my shows um, and he builds out shows for a lot of artists here in Austin, but just having like a live show that's killer, that's something that he's always, you know, been about and we've talked about and like how do we make the show better how do we make the transitions better and uh he jokes with me all the time he's like you haven't had that like that time of like working with people who don't know what what they're doing and like not having the best show and i'm like i mean obviously there's still growth that needs to be had but like i am really lucky in that my show has like a professional you know, just like feel to it already. Um, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. Um, but there's something about being with the band and being on stage and jamming out and feeling that energy and also connecting with people. Um, because you, I mean, you don't connect with people when you're by yourself and you're writing and, um, or I mean, sometimes if you have co-writers come in too, I mean, that's cool and you can connect with them, but there's something about, connecting with people on that, um, you know, emotional level in person, especially, you know, with the pandemic happening, it really made me realize how much I missed performing. Um, and I don't feel like you can connect with people um, on a personal level, like any other way. Um, Cause I mean, social media, you can only do so much, but it's like when people, you know, see you and like can hear you and like vibe with what you're saying and like really feel the music, that's like a completely different thing that you can't replicate in any other form. So, um, and then when it comes to creating and writing, um, yeah, I feel like those are, you can't compare them because there's something so beautiful about that as well. Um, and being around people and who, who um, you connect with creatively and it, when it just flows so naturally, like, I mean, there are times where, I mean, like songs take a while to come together depending on what you're writing or whatever. If you have writer's block, which tends to happen, or if there's those moments where you just literally, you're like, wow, I wrote a song in 30 minutes and it feels really good. And it just, you know, like that's how I like it was for me. Like, um, fell off was so rough. <laughs> I had like three different verses. Like it was just a complete mess. And it took me a while to like figure out like, what do I want and how do I want this to flow? Um, so there's some songs, where they need more work. Um, but there's something about creating that I love uh, and just being by myself. I'm kind of a homebody. I was homeschooled through the fifth grade and I think that's that's my like introvert vibes coming out of like, yeah, I'll go out, but I am going to stay home. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. thing. like that's, that's totally All of my me. friends I'm have in, given up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in between. I'm definitely in between, but yeah, so yeah. I mean, I, I love them both equally. Shout out team introvert. That's the whole day yeah. started because I was like, you guys can come over. I'm not coming out, <laughs> but you're more than welcome to come over. I have a refrigerator yeah. here. I have a recording studio, whatever you want to do. So that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, how is it? Uh, because right now, 
and maybe it's just my observation because I'm in there and I and I'm talking to artists and everything. But it seems to me the Austin, Texas music scene is bubbling like none other. Uh, we always hear yeah. about New York and we hear about California and we hear about Atlanta and Chicago and all these cities. But to me, some of the most authentic, talented artists are coming out of the Austin, Texas music scene. How has that been mm-hmm. for you? Being Because it's a very competitive market, but it's also, it seems like it's a lot of love. I see a lot of collaborations, as we mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. I see a lot of, if this person from Texas posts in this person from Texas, and they're just, they're just showing it. How has that Austin, Texas music scene been for you? Yeah, I would say over the past couple of years, um, I've definitely seen a lot of growth. Um, which has been really cool. A lot of people like moving here who I've had the chance to connect with. Um, and I, I feel, you know, I grew up in Austin. Uh, so I feel like I have a different take on it because I was here when like, it felt, you know, they would say the Austin, li- Austin live music capital of the world. But I'm like, all I hear is Indian country. Like for me growing up, it's like Indian country. You're walking down the street, Indian country. And I mean, I didn't really hear hip hop. I didn't really hear R&B. Austin is very, it's a very white city. Um, And it's definitely become way more diverse. There's way more color here. Um, And just kind of tapping in into that R&B lane. it's, It's a very small community of people um, not even necessarily R&B, but just like black artists in general here. Um, it's like we all know each other. We all like, you know, support each other. Sometimes like really support or even if it's just from afar, like, hey, I see what you're doing. And it's like all love, um, which is awesome to have a community of of artists who just care genuinely. Um, and actually this past during, during COVID, we started um, a collective called the Black Austin Musicians Collective. You can follow us on Instagram as well, where we just want to highlight our community. Um, and one of the things we're trying to do is bring in, you know, policy and reform when it comes to um, our local government as well and what affects us as a community and to keep everyone informed, but also highlight people in our community who are, are doing amazing things um, creatively. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of, it's it's been, it's been great. It's been great. I feel really lucky. I feel like Austin's a great place to, to learn yourself as an artist and to grow LA, New York, Atlanta. It's really cutthroat. And if you just want a place where you can like find yourself and not feel judged. Like you can play anywhere here. You know what I mean? New York and LA, it's kind of tough to play where where you want to play. Um, and they don't really give opportunities because it's super saturated. Um, and I feel like Austin, you know, it's just, they love music and you can grow a lot here from a live music perspective um, and also just in your own art. Um, yeah. So it's been great for me. Shout out to Austin. I'll be there in 2022. I'll be linking with some of the great artists that we've had. So love the city. Love what it's doing. Love the vibe. Uh, you guys, mission statement is similar to mine. So that's awesome. 
So mm-hmm. we're almost done. But before we're okay. done, you have to earn your Denmate stamp. Are you oh, ready? Oh, I'm ready. This is going to be official. <laughs> Once you're in, it's gang gang for life. You get that stamp. Okay. So we're going to play a couple of games. You get All a right. passing score. You're official. So the first game that we play is called That, This, or I Plead the Fifth. So we're going to give you some choices. Very simple. So, for example, I could say sweet potato pie or apple pie. Say I love apple. But if you don't want to answer, you have to say I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So the first one, maybe simple, may not be Aaliyah or Beyonce. I plead the fifth. R&B or pop? R&B. Fame or money? Ugh. I don't like either of those. <laughs> or you can say neither. We'll give you an extra round. We can say neither. neither. Yeah. Right. Love or power? Love. Perfect. Perfect. That, that's a perfect score. So now, part two of your Denmate stamp. Have you ever played Song Association? Mm-mm. Oh, God. Okay. okay. So this is very simple. <laughs> we have three rounds. The rules are easy. I'm going to give you a right. word. For example, if the word was star. You have 10 seconds to think of a song with the word and either the lyric or the title. So, oh, okay. okay, okay. So it's very simple, fun game. The thing is, there's only three. So if you miss one, that's a 66%. You miss two, you fail. But I have okay. confidence in you. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I've had a lot of people sweating on this, but I, I know. I, I feel you. like I'm starting to get a little hot because I'm I'm the type of person that would just like blank, and I'd be like, <laughs> but okay. That's the fun part. It makes great content. Okay. Win or lose, it yes. makes great content. Okay. All right. So okay. the first word. Synchronize my Apple Watch. Okay. Hey Siri, <laughs> give me 12 seconds. The first word is real. 12 seconds. Counting down. R-E-A-L. And it can I mean, be one of I, your own songs. I, I have a song called Real Thing. There you go. Let's give Guess us a little piece. Guess it's a real thing. No, it's a real thing. Tripping for real seems like. Beautiful. And in time. So that's one point. We're almost okay. there. We're almost there. Okay. The second word is... Tell, T-E-L-L. Tell? Tell? I've been... I feel like there has to be a song called, like, Tell Me or something. Is 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 that Tell Me What You Want? There you go. There you, that's what tell that me works. what you need. Through Hill. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Okay. We would also accept it. Tell me what you want uh, me to by uh, uh forgot the excellent band. Tell me what you want me to. I can't remember the, oh, the band. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Drew Theory. Drew Theory. Shout yeah, out yeah, to Drew yeah, Theory. Yeah. So that works. Is that uh, is that Drew Hill song called Tell Me? It is called Tell Me, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. I, I didn't know if that was, single. you know, some, some people will like have a hook that, you know, repeats but the song will be completely the title of the song will be completely fallout boy is infamous and panic at the disco infamous for having these long titles that are nowhere in the song you're like where the hell did you come from 
Sounds like they were just reading the ingredients <laughs> off of a noodle bag or something. Like monosodium glutamate? This is love song? Interesting. All right. So the final word. You're already at a passing score. You're already a fish. Okay. But the final word is loss. L-O-S-T. Loss. Oh, lost by Frank Ocean. There you lost. go. Lost in the heat of it all. Hey. Three for three. Yeah, Yes! I'm so type A, I love 100. There you go, 100%. (laughs) We have also would have uh, accepted Lauren Hill. Uh, You just lost one, that would have worked as well. So there there you go. So Tori, this has been a blast. Talking about your art, your passion. Uh, I know that you're going to be nothing but successful. You've got your denmate stamp. It's official. And with that comes all the benefits of being a den mate, which are, we'll send you some merch, which is always cool. Oh, dope. You'll always be promoted. It's a family. The den mates are family. It's just a collective of excellent artists. So we'll always be promoting you, uh, whatever you got on, uh, going on. We've got you covered here in the den. You have a family here, but you've also earned the floor. So please tell the den mates where they can find you, what you got going on, uh, any new projects you want to share, the floor is yours. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Tori Blake. Um, follow me on all the things, Twitter, Instagram. Actually, just Instagram because I'm really just on there. Um, and YouTube as well because I have some really cool uh, live video content. Um, but yeah, I am planning on releasing I Like It featuring an artist here from Austin called Magna Carta. And so I'll be releasing that actually next week. So be on the lookout for that. And I hopefully will be releasing another single in the fall, but we will see. So I'll keep y'all posted. We'll love to have you back on when those are ready to come out. We'll put all your information. It'll be over my face and all up here and there once this goes. Yes. We'll put all your information in there. We are so... Yes. Can I say one more thing? Absolutely. Follow me, please, on Spotify. And if you are interested in um, like really supporting and seeing some like behind the scenes stuff, you can follow me and support me on Patreon. It's like a monthly subscription. Everything that I earn from Patreon it goes straight back into my music, whether it be you know mixing, mastering fees, all the things because there's so many things that need to be paid for. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to plug those few things before I forget. Absolutely. Those are the most important. So please follow the Patreon, follow the YouTube, stream it, put on the album, listen to it, go to sleep, let it play while you're <laughs> run those numbers up. Uh, it's absolutely marvelous. You have a great talent. Shout out to your team. They've done a great job in helping you with these projects. Shout out to the Austin, Texas music community. You guys, I support you guys, and you guys have been supporting the den since day one. So it's always love there. And as always, it's your boy Mars. It's your girl, always point the wrong way. And I did it again. <laughs> did the Zoom every time. I'm like, sometimes people are up. The... <laughs> I'll scratch that out and edit. Uh, shout out to Tori Blake for joining us here. And I did it again. Damn it. <laughs> here <in> the den. <laughs> It's been another fantastic episode. I had a blast. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. It was awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. It's a pleasure. We support you. You rock. Can't wait to your new projects. And as always, guys, like, 
comment, subscribe, put those notifications on because we have content coming every single week, sometimes three or four times a week. We're hammering you guys with content. Please follow Tori. Please, please go to the Patreon. Please run those streams because the only way you're going to get more is if you support. So please support, support, support. And as always, it's your boy Mars. Deuces. So like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now.